Okay, well, let's hurry up so Star can get some sleep and start feeling better. <clears throat> Fuck my ability to sleep. All right. Well, pretty much. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the Threesome Y'all. This is the podcast where the three of us try to talk about three topics each week. For those of you who are back for more of whatever this is, y'all the real MVP, and we thank you. If this is your first time finding us, we are so glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy what we have to say. (laughs) Or don't, either way. (sighs) So, the sultry voice you're about to hear is our point person and optimistic realist who we like to call Star. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. We're going to find you. We're going to find you. Yes. Yes. That's a great stalker sh- song. You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the dulcet baritone you'll soon hear, or that you just heard, is our man in the middle and our voice of reason. We like to call him magic a man needs three women in his life one you love one that loves you and a freak friends on the woman you love date the woman that loves you and keep the freak on the side okay <laughs> and bringing up the rear as always i identify of course as the pragmatic contrarian of our group and they call me storm Are we ready? (laughs) So, uh, does anybody have church announcements this week? I do. Um, First of all, my first church announcement is to to Magic's daughter, our resident beat maker. Thank you so much for our intro. We appreciate you. We do appreciate you. Talented. I will let her know tomorrow. She She already in bed. From my side of the family. Anyway, (laughs) the second church announcement that I would like to make is to um, Eugene Kamboye. He is a Nigerian artist. And what he does is he takes flip flops, which is a large part of the discarded waste in Nigeria, or a large part of the discarded with Nigeria. Mm-hmm. He takes the flip-flops, he washes them, cleans them, treats them, and he turns them into gigantic mural. Um, cool. Cleaning up the environment, beautifying uh, public spaces, and as well as earning an income for himself and training other artists. I just thought that was really so That is cool. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, While we're talking about flip-flops, I wish somebody would make some that would actually last longer than like, you know, (laughs) two weeks or whatever. Then they probably wouldn't go. Well, that's part of the uh, reason why, you know, they they make up a lot of... uh, what is it? Two point five. I think they they have somewhere estimated estimated at two point five million tons of uh, the plastic trash in Nigeria is due to flip flops, like those, yeah. especially those kinds that you can purchase, like at the 
Dollar Tree or Dollar General. That that's what I'm saying. Like if you people are those, yeah, those those you're lucky and you can get through a day with those. Yeah. But yeah, flip flip flops don't be lasting long. And so I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've worn a flip flop in a couple decades for that reason. Because I mean, I like my shoes to last at well, least for a minute. Yes, you know, the construction of them is part of the failure. Like the way exactly. that they are made, um, because that foam that yes. primarily most flip-flops are made of, the more pressure you put on them, uh, it expands and it widens that hole that, and so then they... Yeah, yeah, that they stick that hole through and that, yeah, that thing just... Mm -hmm. Uh, happy 50th birthday to my brother although you're probably not listening to this your old days 50th birthday uh brother happy 50th birthday watch yourself magic you gotta get here (laughs) it's just weird to be the baby cousin again (laughs) i'm trying to make Um, shit Okay, this isn't really a church announcement, but it's not really a champs and chumps either. It's just kind of an update. Um, and Magic will eat this. So when last we discussed Flo Rida, uh, he had won, what was that, uh, 80, 82.6 million or something? Something like uh, that. From, yeah, fr- from, uh, from an energy drink. An ener- from an energy drink company uh, based on the fact that they owed him some stock and they never gave it to him and that stock was now worth <laughs> almost 84 million dollars which he he collected upon so mr rida has decided to take his uh windfall and invest some of it in a competing <laughs> energy drink company that uh my kind of petty he, Right, that he says uh, is more is I guess better for you, and I don't know, I don't know more nutrition. I don't know what he's going through, but anyway, that's that's what he's doing. Uh, so, <laughs> so he does have something to focus on other than music magic. There you go. Go get Melissa Ford back, you fucking loser. Okay, maybe that's not maybe an option. Don't want it. Right, <laughs> entirely possible. It's kill me with that. Just because it's what you want, don't mean it's what she wants. Anyway, well, may never know. So, champs and chumps. <sighs> okay. That available. Well, this guy stuff re- stuff really like cooks my grits sometimes, and this is one of those things. Okay. So, uh, Mister Sidney Holmes is his name. Uh, He has recently been exonerated after he served more than three decades of a 400-year prison sentence for armed robbery. Now, when I heard that he had been sentenced sentenced to 400 years for armed robbery, my first question was, what did he try to steal? The the galaxy? Right. Exactly. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, in 1988, um, 20-year-old Vincent Wright and his straight. 17-year-old girlfriend, which, you know, the whole other <laughs> interesting thing. Depending on the state, is legal. Happened at, that happened in 1988. I'm sorry. It, it's Florida. I don't know um, the rules, and I refuse to look them up. Anyway, they pulled into a one-stop convenience store 
in uh, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> you know, it was so hard for me to call it Fort Lauderdale because that ain't what I normally call it. Anyway. What do you normally call it? I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'll tell you later. I personally like Fort anyway. Lauderdale. Oh, I've never been there, but the people I know from Fort Lauderdale are all of a particular type. So that's why I refer to it in a certain manner. And I believe some people in Fort Lauderdale refer to it in the same manner, but I can't prove that. But anyway, it is not politically correct at all. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, this um, is the podcast where we care. <laughs> right. But anyway, uh, Mr. Wright knelt by the right rear of the car so that he could put air in the tire. Uh, Anissia, which was the girl's name, the girlfriend, remained in the front passenger seat with the car doors locked. As Wright was talking to a man he only knew as Tommy, two men approached, one of whom was putting an ammunition clip into a semi-automatic pistol. Sounds like overkill. But one of the men put a gun to uh, Wright's head and said, give it up. And the other man also holding a gun said, shoot him. So anyway, they robbed him. Fast forward to Sydney Holmes. Okay. They, they pinned it on the Sydney Holmes. <laughs> and I feel bad for him because what they convicted him of, they didn't say that he was one of the guys that robbed him. They didn't say he was the gunman that put the gun to the guy's head or the other guy. Here's what they convicted him of. They convicted him of acting as a getaway driver for those two men. <laughs> you have 400 years for driving? That's you see, you, you see why I'm aggravated <laughs> by this whole thing. Things just ain't the same so, for gangsters. So it turns out, um, that the car he was driving was similar to the car that they that witnesses reported that the two men got into, but there were distinct differences between the his car. They real were the life, same my make. cousin Vinny. Right, same make, um, but mm. there were differences, um, mm. which would have come to light had they done any kind of investigation. In fact, an investigation launched by the brother, okay, of one of the victims Ugh. found that Holmes's car was likely misidentified because there were key differences between his Oldsmobile and the one that was used by the robbers. So based on, the re based on a review, um, five of six independent panelists, because I guess that's how they, they, ha they have a panel now, uh, because so many people are wrongfully convicted, apparently, that they now have a panel that reviews these cases <laughs> mm -hmm. and is like, yeah, that ain't right. So anyway, five of the six independent panelists voted that he was innocent and his conviction should be thrown out immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, the victims Mark. in the case both thought that he should be released. Deputies mm -hmm. <laughs> who were involved in the original investigation were shocked to learn that he had served 34 years in prison and had been sentenced to 400 years. And when he was exonerated, the DA said, <laughs> ah, and I quote, we have one rule here at the Broward State Attorney's Office, do the right thing always. <laughs> As prosecutors, our only agenda is to promote public safety in our community and to ensure that justice is served. Mm. What? Like, nigga, what? <laughs> 400 years. 
the prosecutor's office had asked for 800 years, which the judge thought was excessive. So he brought it down to 400. That's what's giving him a break. Right, but y'all do people that have actually shot and killed people and got out of jail in six years. Hello, (laughs) that is my point. How you get four hundred years for being a getaway driver? Like, make it make sense. So, first of all. Y'all didn't do any investigation. Y'all were like, oh, he's got an Oldsmobile. It must have been him. Okay. That was the first thing. Okay. You don't then, even get any like, you don't even get any glory in the major story. Like like when the news outlets, like if there's a major news outlet that covers that, you know, they'll be like, such and such did the crime, but they're not gonna mention the fucking getaway driver that got four hundred years. Right? Mm-hmm. Four hundred years. <laughs> like, like, you might as well been and, the criminal. You might as well and, actually and, been and the person. The state attorney's did. office has the audacity to say, "Yeah, we're about justice around here." What? That's ridiculous. How? How was that? Even if he had been the getaway driver, how was four hundred years justice? How? Mm. But all right. <laughs> so anyway, um, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> to Mr. Uh, Mr. Holmes. I'm glad he's out finally. Mm-hmm. And, and and I hope and I hope he sues the fuck the justice <laughs> out of them. That is what I hope. Because well, clearly that was it, already gone, because, but well. Yeah. And they talking about, "Oh, well when they when when we release wrongfully co- convicted People, we make sure that they get like job uh, training and all this other stuff for the years that they've missed. Nigga, what? <laughs> okay, job training. He should not something. have to work. A, he should not he have, should to, not work have to work day another day in his life. In his life, hell, y'all should be waiting on his ass, hand and foot, as far as I'm concerned, because y'all took decades from that man unnecessarily. <sighs> so anyway. 88 was a different <laughs> yeah. world, Lord. Right, yeah. And and the DA wants to take credit for doing the right thing. Like, mm. I, I, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how, how do you spin that? Like, really? How, how do you do that? Certain points in life where people just need to shut the fuck up. And that would have been one of them. Um, yeah. I would have been, been less aggravated if the DA had just said, our bad. <laughs> you know? Like, but don't try to act like you did something, you know, that was so uh, grandiose and good here. Y'all took that man's life away from him. Like you was doing him a favor. And Yeah, and then try to act like you did him a favor. Ugh. So... Fuck the police coming okay. straight from the underground. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So anyway, I had a chump, but I can't remember who it was. So <laughs> we will move along because I got fucking so Fort Lauderdale justice system. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> First of all, and 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 the state attorney's office because because <laughs> we're all about doing the right thing. No, if you were all about doing the right thing, you'd have been like, you know what? <laughs> we're gonna let you out of prison, and here go this big check, so you don't even have to bother trying to come after us for your money mm-hmm. but y'all aren't about doing the right thing so please shut the fuck up <sighs> anyway and 
I, I felt so bad for him because he looked, he was so happy to the get out, you know, and, and see his mother and, you know, and people were like, oh, that's so great. Look how happy he is. Yeah, for right now. He happy right now. <laughs> but, but check in on that brother next week or next month or next year, you know, when he realized all the things that he missed while he was inside. That's a lot of catching up. Somebody's screaming. <laughs> Listen, so, somebody doesn't like the injustice of it all as well. Star like, blew I her feel away. You, baby. <laughs> That's her protest. And I'm right with her. Power to the people. Um, Elon Musk is an asshole. Um, y'all heard about France, right? Uh, people in oh. France are uh, pissed the fuck off at the government because they recently raised their retirement age from 62 to 64 and they lost their shit now, <laughs> which just goes to show you what Americans are willing to put up with, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like we have been so beaten down in this ghetto of a country. That <laughs> beaten down. That We've been like, conditioned not to fight back. Yeah, like 67, sure. 72, which I think is going to be the next one, sure. <laughs> if we make it to 72, then we can retire. But yeah. Uh, right. France raised it to 64 and they are losing their shit over there. To which Elon Musk wrote, because he's an asshole, retirement age in France is too low. That's a legit issue. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like you can barely run you can barely run Twitter and you trying to weigh in on other countries. Please shut up. Better yet, why does he think well, whatever. I don't give a fuck about what he thinks. Like get the fuck out of here. Elon no, tries to be funny. Nobody. He's just not good at it. Well, he's funny looking for sure, but that's a whole nother His name has an element of comedy, but <laughs> <laughs> it does because it hearkens uh his every time someone says his name it makes me feel like he has a, a particular aroma musk Picking remember remember the musk remember back in the day <clears throat> what was that that jovan musk that was supposed to like increase your Ugh. natural pheromones uh, and that like awful oh <laughs> It was supposed to increase your natural pheromones and attract the, or make you more attractive to the opposite sex. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. remember? That was a whole ad campaign. Like, people I, were really, oh, no. like, leaving that. It was that. very popular amongst, like, 14-year-olds. I remember that. <laughs> I bought some. I don't even know why. Because because people used to everybody. bathe in that shit, and it used to be so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a pleasant <laughs> smell. It was not. Got a better chance with your own natural musk than that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Crap. Uh, <laughs> um, so this week, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, positivity and the power of positive thinking. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hmm. I'm ready. Um, now... I find that um, positivity, I know magic says that I'm not a positive person. <laughs> they have heard this podcast. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, but 
I mean, I believe I am. Like, I'm I'm positive in my own life. I will say that. <laughs> I am. I, I you have no faith in the rest of these motherfuckers. Pretty much. But I, I do try <laughs> to look at, at I do try to look at things as more glass half full most of the time. And that has not always been the case. I will say that. <laughs> that has not always been the case. And it is a struggle for me. But and because it's a struggle for me, I tend to notice the negativity coming from other people like a lot more acutely, if that makes sense. Mm, it does. So uh, what's your take on positivity, um, whether or not it helps, um, and uh, your take on dealing with the negativity of others? You want that um, magic, Fern? Okay. Positivity, positivity definitely helps in that if you know somebody that is constantly down, They'll be stuck in it. It's way better to be delusionally think you are better than you are, at least <laughs> enough to accomplish things, as long as you don't rap. <laughs> mm. As far as other people's negativity, I'll walk the earth like, I know misery loves company. I know hurt people set out to hurt others. And those people with that mentality, it's quote unquote crabs in a barrel, but a barrel's not people's natural habitat. So I let the motherfuckers be miserable. I'm busy loving my life. Right. Star. Plus I'm light skinned. Everybody thinks I'm arrogant anyway. We're not all equal. We're all born not equal. What we did in life makes some of us better than others. Or worse. Nobody thinks you're arrogant because you're light skinned. People think you're arrogant because Shit, you talk. you ain't been in but the anyway. tri-state enough. <laughs> anyway, Star. I mean, <clears throat> positivity, having a positive mindset, <sighs> You know, it's just, it's beneficial. It's, it can be beneficial. Um, if you go in with negative thoughts, like they say, if you wake up saying that you're going to have a bad day, you're already setting yourself up for a bad day. Um, and more than likely, you're probably going to have a bad day because on some conscious and unconscious level, you're setting yourself up to focus on every little microcosm <laughs> of <laughs> of you know, negativity that comes your way. Whereas if you say you're going to have a good day and you're determined to do so, um, at some point it just becomes a habit to ignore or look over certain things like, nope, I'm not letting that ruin my mood. I'm not letting it ruin my day. So yeah, positivity can be a great thing. Um, how do I avoid negativity? I just, again, I can push the ignore button with the best of them. Um, and and especially, especially as I've gotten older, um, I used to kind of take it as a personal mission of my own to try to maybe enlighten other people in certain situations, um, especially if I care about you to try to pass on a little bit of wisdom, rather it be something from my own life or something that I've learned uh, along the way. Now, uh, when people come to me with too much, just an overload of negative negativity, uh, I, I, I tend to withdraw and uh, not be yeah. Involved. Um, again, if it's somebody that I greatly care about, I'm, I'm going to fight a little bit harder to try to pull them out of that. But they have to be a willing participant. And at some point when you feel like that person is not being a willing participant, you kind of have to let them stew a little bit as much as it may disturb you or hurt you to let that person you care about be in that space. 
Sometimes right. people and need to oh, be there for a little mm-hmm. bit longer until they can at least have the desire to reach for something less heavy, (laughs) more positive. Uh, Oh, and really quick, shout out to you. I, uh, I not, I have not been feeling well for the past couple of days. There's something that's been floating through my house and finally filtered on down to me. And I called you actually by mistake. And you heard that I wasn't feeling well. And I don't even know what the hell I said or didn't say, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) you were not in good shape. Uh, I, um, I, you know, not long after get, you know, being on the phone with you, you ended up coming over with a nice little care package to help me break my fever and, um, help get me, get it, get me together. So I definitely appreciate that. And that was a great piece of positive positivity. That's being a good friend. I appreciate you. I wasn't going to let you you just sit there and suffer. You sounded like you were really out of it. I really wanted to take you to the hospital, but you were like, no. (laughs) I'm such a weirdo when I get like a high fever and I guess a lot of people are, but, uh, I really thought I was calling somebody else. And then I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I was like, that's, that's not who I intended to call. (laughs) Look at Blanche and Dorothy. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're feeling better. (laughs) We are not Blanche and Dorothy. (laughs) I didn't want to call one of you Rose. Wait a minute. (laughs) Which one of us is Blanche? I was just going to say, <laughs> which one of us is Clearly, Blanche? Clearly, other- y'all are not Blanche and Dorothy, according to what you just said. <laughs> but if we got to be, which one is Dorothy and the other right. one's Blanche? And I guess it would, that's crazy, because I guess I would be more like Dorothy. I don't know. I don't, I'm like in between Dorothy and Blanche. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little of both. So, <laughs> Plus a little, I got a little rose in me too sometimes. <laughs> I, Every I got a, Ooh, I got a yeah, lot of that, Sophia. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I got a lot of Sophia. <laughs> I was just gonna say there's probably more Sophia in me than anybody, but uh, <laughs> then Rose. <laughs> Not that I didn't like Rose, but it was a bit much. But, any, but anyway, um, what you were saying about um, trying to help people when they come to you with all the negativity, that's really hard for me because, you know, of my empathic tendencies. So it's hard for me to watch. It's hard for me to know that someone is struggling. You know what I mean? It's hard for me as well. It's hard for me time, Yeah. But at the same time, especially like you said, as I've gotten older, I have to distance myself from certain people. And there are people that like, I'll distance myself for weeks months at a time because I can't be around it <laughs> because it because I start to absorb that negativity. You know what I mean? Well, see, the thing for me with I think a lot of these situations is uh a friend of mine always says uh wilt thou be made whole? And and for some people being broken serves a purpose. And so and they may not even realize that a purpose is being uh, fed, served, whatever you want to call it. Right. And they stay in that, uh, they stay in that season in their lives for two reasons. Number one, again, something's being served, something's being fed. But number two, uh, they just, I lost my whole freaking train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, 
It is a little bit of senility, I think, and it's probably a little bit of this fever. Um, a purpose is being served. And well, yeah, because, I mean, a lot of times it's the attention, you know. It's the attention. It's, um, and I know this is, this is far-fetched, but I, I have a friend of mine who, well, I have a couple of friends that are going through some really hard challenges. And um, one of these particular friends for quite a while now, she has been really a downer, like just a serious, serious downer. And uh, some of that is why she's staying there is because number one, things keep happening. It's like as soon as you kind of pick yourself up a little bit, um, something else it's right there following right behind it to come and knock you back down 10 or 12 steps. Um, but another part of that is, is that she's become, I believe, unconsciously accustomed to people being sympathetic to her plight. And mm. I think she's become a little bit reliant on a lot of, and this, that's what I mean. the help that she's getting. And that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean by attention. Well, yeah, it's the attention. You know, poor me, and you know, everybody's gonna come to my rescue and my rescue. Try to help. Yeah, I like I said, I know this is far detached, but I I found myself a couple of weeks ago thinking about um, my grandmother when I was younger. I never, I didn't understand why my grandmother had such an issue and like people that were kind of like in her circle that had such an issue with like um, the welfare system and the way the welfare system, you know, how it was invented and you know how some people kind of like just look down on people or it was just this big issue. And she made, would make a big deal. Like, you know, I never took an ounce of welfare in my life and this, this, that, and the other. And I thought to myself, why is that such a soapbox to stand on? I never understood it. But, and again, I know this is the Attached, but it's it's I'm coming to why it's related. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, I thought to myself that uh, part of the reason why people like herself and others uh, probably felt like they didn't want to take that handout because they didn't want the crutch because they felt like crutches were unhealthy. Um, and that crutches made people lazy. You would take, some people would take those crutches and pick themselves up and, and, and dust themselves off and get themselves together and, you know, and they won't need the crutch any longer, but other people will come accustomed to that crutch and then need a second crutch and so on and so forth. Um, and I thought about that, you know, I know it seems detached, but it's actually, it's absolutely related, you know? When you have people who are constantly negative that, oh, poor is me, you know, or woe is me and all of this other stuff. And the folks that are around them are constantly rescuing them from whatever situations that they are in. I do believe they get to using that as a crutch. And it's, it's an, it could be an unconscious thing. But well, it's definitely it's a crutch an unconscious nonetheless. Thing. Yeah, it, it's definitely an unconscious thing. Um, because I mean, I can tell that some people who do that, like constantly, you know, poor me, woe is me. Uh, and you find that everything happens to them. You know what I mean? Like they're not a, it's almost like they don't believe that they're a participant in their own life. Everything happens to them. You know know what I mean? There's no accountability. There's no, not even, not even accountability. Yeah, but not even accountability, but there's no there there's no sense of 
I have any control over my life. It's just that everything, everything bad happens to me because I don't know, the world has a vendetta against me. I'm so important that people want me to be miserable. Like that's important to to the rest of the world. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And yeah. (laughs) But that's the same reason why a lot of times when people are going through things, they don't open their, they don't open their mouths at all. They just kind of suck it up and kind of keep going through it. You know, that's, um, they figure it out and they move Consider on. It. I believe. <laughs> I, I, whatever. Annoying. <laughs> um, but we all need somebody. We we. I believe at every and point listen. we all need somebody to you know vent to, and we all don't vent in our certain you know in the same way. Some people you know they get on the phone and they. Ah, you know, and they may just need to let it go in that way. Other people let it go and, through sport and, and, and other people and, and let I'm it go I'm going to be sex. honest. That's me, you know, like, especially, yeah. you know, with stuff at work, somebody pisses me off at work. I'm going to, I'm going to bitch about it <laughs> for a good <laughs> little while. You know what I mean? Like I will, like for the next hour, I would be pissed off about it. But then if you ask me about it three hours from now, I won't know what you're talking about. Like what? Oh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did get on my nerves, but I let it out and I got rid of it. And now it's it's not it's no longer on my mind. You know what I mean? That's that's yeah. It's like yeah. I let it go. Oh, and while let we're talking go. about it, I don't even know if my my ex listens to this, but shout out to my ex, and you'll know which ex you are if you're listening. When I say this, um, I would be that person who would get off from every single day, well, almost every single day. And I might not bitch at work, but I would bitch to my significant other. It was it was like this person. I can't believe she did. I think my significant other knew exactly who different people were at my job by how much I bitched when I got home. And he had to suffer through that for a long time, like many, many, many years um, for various reasons. And I'm just apologizing. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> some of that shit was my fault and I didn't even realize it. Is that Only a clap? One woman on earth. That was applause. Yes. Yeah. That's applause. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think that a lot of people tend to do that. Like they tend to bitch <laughs> about their job when they come home. But I feel like. Every day, though, that's annoying. Listen, I feel yes. like. If, yes, it is. If, I feel like if you're going to bitch about it that often, then it's time for you to look for another job. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but like that's, the that's, problem that's with me would be that. is that I would get another job. And, and then you bitch about that one. <laughs> I would still bitch. I mean, you know, not that these people weren't a part of the problem, but, you know, I was taking myself out of the equation, which was <laughs> a big part of yeah. the problem. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely, you know, the case that I found that if 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 your job is making you that miserable, it, it, especially in, in today's job market, there is no reason to stay someplace where you're not happy. I'm just letting you know right now is the time that if you're not happy at your job for you to go find something different because right now is when the rabbit got the gun but yeah so um, but yeah I mean (laughs) 
it's past bedtime for old people. But I mean, I honestly think like I wish I wish I knew then, like in my 20s, what I know now. <laughs> you know how they say youth is wasted on the young. Yep. Um, but yeah, I wish I wish I had the same mindset then that I have now because I would be but <laughs> probably unstoppable. But uh, speaking of which, um, pros and cons of aging. Oh, and we're going to make this really quick. So, (laughs) yeah, it's possible. So I was, I, um, George Michael has a song called Older, and I don't even remember when it came out, but I think it's probably about at least a good 20 some odd years old now. And I remember because I was a fan, I'd, you know, listen to that song and I really liked that song, (laughs) but I was in the car the other day and the song came on and I listened to the lyrics, I guess, uh, closely or whatever. And I was just like, wow, okay, you know, whatever. And I was thinking to myself, you know, uh, there are some cons and then there are some benefits to getting older. Um, one of the benefits for me that I can definitely see is that, um, my thought process has slowed down enough to where I don't feel like every battle has to be mine to fight. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some stuff yeah. that it's like, yeah, whatever. And, and also every setback isn't the end of the world. Isn't the end of the freaking <laughs> world. You know, um, another one of the uh, benefits is that your your effort bone just gets, or at least mine, my effort bone has gotten to be so long. And I believe that um, that benefits me in the way of, like, I never really had that thing about trying to fit into any particular mode because I, I, I knew early on that, yeah, that wasn't going to be the case. But uh, with each year goes by, it's like not, not only do I become more convinced of that, but I become okay with it. Um, I see so many people posture trying to fit in their spaces that um, care nothing about them, but they fight real hard, you know, to fit in. Um, and and I, I'm just like, that's just so much time and wasted on just nothingness. And so the wisdom yeah. is definitely one of the that I can see as a um, the one con I will say um, is. How much slower you get? I don't like, I don't like the 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 slowness <laughs> that comes, the physical slowing down of like my body. That's the one thing I don't care for. Um, I know some of that is due to you know I have other issues going on, but there's just a a natural muscle loss. Everything natural physiology, phys, whatever it is. I'm sorry, I don't feel good, but whatever that takes place, <laughs> that your body just is not what it was. Let's say 20. So that right. that is something that I do not have, and I do not have an appreciation for what the hell these these hot flashes. Jesus! Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> Don't even get me started because, you know, I'm always cold. So now it's a battle. Like, I'm freezing. So I got to have 30 blankets on me. And then two minutes later, I'm burning up. Let me get these blankets off me. And then I'm freezing. And then I'm hot. It's so annoying. So some of the natural things that take place, you know, with just getting older, like that, that right there, like, um... I know that a lot of women feel like the curse of Eve or whatever they call it is their menstrual cycles every month. But these freaking hot flashes, the devil. And I just, I'm like, what is the point? 
of any right. of this. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, and it's not even like I don't believe the evil I, coming out. I guess, <laughs> like I don't even, I don't even feel like I experience them like how, or I have yet to experience, and I hope I never do. Um, like a lot of women say that they do that whole yeah. flush that takes over your body and it just stops everything for however long like that is just so unfair like there's no point to that I don't understand it I understand the whole point of the menstrual cycle these hot flashes are some bullshit but um for all that damn complaining I was never that person like I like I started out like womanhood or whatever really early like I started having my cycle like at nine and Unfortunately. And like for that first year, I had issues. But from that point on, all the way up until maybe early 40s, not a complaint out of me. I was the most regular, no PMS having, no, I was not that person. I, it was a couple of days of inconvenience. It's gone. Okay. You know, it's part of the reproductive, whatever, 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 cleansing out the body, whatever. I get it. You know what I mean? Complaining. If, if men had a scintilla of a cramp, <laughs> the whole I didn't world get would shut the fuck down. I did yeah, but not I'm saying he's talking about complaining. Please, are you questioning God? Who um, me? Yes, I question her because she on some bullshit. <laughs> so I knew which gender to blame. <laughs> I did, I was not the crampy person. Like I would occasionally get a little twinge here and there, but nothing to sit up and like complain about. I'm telling oh, you, it was no. nothing. Oh um, no, I used to have to shut it down. Like like I said, when I was in high school, I used to like at the first sign that it was coming, I would go to the doctor and they would give me a shot that would shut me down for like 24 hours. See, because... my mom was like that. I didn't have those issues. Yeah. Thankfully. yeah so I, I did. didn't complain. So I don't appreciate whatever this is, you know, like this is my payback for <laughs> you. You understand? Like I didn't complain. Um, you just said you was coming home from work annoying your ex. You said what? Oh, I mean, that wasn't about my monthly cycle. Like, shit. Yeah, and if but you're talking case, about complaining in general, I think. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But if that's the case, doggone, it is a bunch of crap that he did, too. Right. I was going to say, it's a bunch of men that need to have hot flashes right now. <laughs> if, if this is uh, payback for bullshit. But, um, Catch him anytime I have over three drinks. Yeah, my thing is... And I have to say, I'm very, I can't say very, I'm extremely, compared to a lot of my contemporaries, I am extremely healthy. (laughs) I will say that. Um, I still get around very well when I want to. Um, I'm still- Are you 75? Like- (laughs) (laughs) Well, trust me, I have gone places with people who are even younger than me, you know, a few years younger than me, where they're like, okay, we have to stop. Like we have to sit down because my legs I are mean, hurting and I've or my been back that is hurting because of my nerve damage. So okay, I get that. Well, yeah. no, but I mean, people that don't necessarily have nerve damage, but just you know, they have back, you know, back problems, and you know, and I have back problems too. But luckily, mine aren't that bad. That you know, I can I can get around. I can walk long distances. I'm fine. Um, I'm I'm still very flexible for my age. I'm told. Wink, wink. <laughs> because be quiet. <laughs> Throw out your advertisement. Because, well, Go ahead. No, I mean like because Star 
was like, why are you sitting like that? Because, you know, when I sit, in, like if I'm sitting on my bed, I sit cross-legged and it's just a habit. Like, what do they I, call? I, they used to call Indian style. Like they do to you. Indian, I do yes. to you. Yes. I do to you what people do to me. Like what was, I was working something the other night and this lady. Yeah, when you be sitting on nothing. Yeah, that, like that. Like, like when you be sitting on, on nothing because, yeah. <laughs> people who kill me turn around yeah, looking at me like. Because you're a warlock. Yeah, you're a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I am he not a warlock. Like, what? How are you doing that? I'm like, doing what? Right. Like, yeah, because you would think there's a chair underneath you or a stool or something. The way you be sitting on absolutely nothing, just fucking air. <laughs> it's creepy. It's not creepy. <laughs> I well, have good balance. Okay, okay, but when you were over here and I was sitting on my bed, and you're like. How are you sitting twisted up like that? And it like took me off guard because I was like, what do you mean twisted up? Like what? Because that's just how I sit. Yeah, that's just how I sit. Like I'm like, even right now, you know, if, if I'm on the couch, I'm sitting like that, you know, but I will say that like, I used to be able to sit like that for hours and it wouldn't have any effect on me. Now I have to remember like every now and then to stretch my legs out or I will get stiff. They fall asleep. So, yeah. Well, I, I, they don't fall asleep, but I get stiff. Like, okay. like my, my, my joints will get stiff and they'll like be stuck in that position and I got to stretch and it's weird. <sighs> what are you laughing about? Because I can't trust him. I'm a very ahead, trustworthy sir. person. Sure. <laughs> Uh, let's just say I'm glad I'm not a woman or y'all's age yet. Uh, <laughs> oh. I think the biggest benefit oh. to getting old oh. is life experience. What's that for? What, what, oh, I, there was something I wanted to say to you. Oh, to hell with um, you. That's what it was. Go uh, ahead. Uh, Been there, done that. Anyway, hey. go ahead. <laughs> whatever so the greatest benefit for me for getting time. older is wisdom you have to experience some things in life to understand things better that's why they always right. give you the if you could go back to when you were 18 what would you tell yourself a lot of shit i wouldn't have listened to <laughs> right the biggest drawback is 18. now I'm understanding bernie mac sex jokes from the 90s <laughs> Well, you know, he was gifted. Anyway, go mm. ahead. <laughs> well, he was like, what the fuck are we doing? Nothing takes this long. Right. Well, I was always with him on that. <laughs> so. oh, I thought y'all saw my, my, my favorite it. joke. I thought you were talking, you were about, talking about my favorite joke. joke. I thought you saw my favorite joke. He was like, I, well, I, I pulled my shit down. We get dark. Mm. <laughs> I'm light skinned. I can't relate. Nah, I'm talking about when he was older. It was like hit her in the head, like bust a nut. Like, fuck is you doing? <laughs> Gotta be in here all motherfucking night. <laughs> oh, terrible. I thought it was weird as a kid, but now that I'm growing, like, okay, I get it. Fuck off me, it's hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such the romantic. Jeez. Right. <sighs> you get about one, tell your friends about this one a month, maybe two. After that, you better bust three and flee. You ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> so okay three <laughs> really quick no we going to sleep why. we can get back to another topic next week i'm tired uh, tired tired, tired. songs okay we'll nah, do them we next week another day and you made me make hey. a list damn it we'll have it we can record again tomorrow i, I might find, be awake if i if i can find it 
Your mind will change <laughs> by then anyway. Probably. All right. Thank y'all for making it this far. You great <laughs> human being. <laughs> if you like the show, tell a friend, tell a foe, tell all the hoes. It is the Threesome Podcast on the Metaverse, Facebook, Instagram, them. The Threesome Pod on Twitter. You can leave voicemails on Anchor. I think you can leave reviews on Spotify now, too. Talk your yeah, shit. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, send us an email. Threesomepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you hate about us, what you like about us. Ask us a question. We like hearing from you. Chime in, people. <laughs> All right, I'm going to walk the dog. Good night. Good night. Oof, yeah, peace. <laughs>